0: We are live on Chewy's Road to Enlightenment, Sunday morning, 9 a.m., and I am joined with Marika Rauscher, live from the United Kingdom, and I'd like to welcome you to the show. Good morning.
1: Hi, good morning, Tim. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing quite well, thank you, and how are you?
1: Very well, thank you. Thanks for having me on the show
0: not a problem and thanks for coming on um i know it's been a little it was a little hectic uh we tried doing this last weekend um and didn't happen but but, uh all is good in the world and here we are live on this now
1: that's the important thing right
0: it is that's it we're we're here now we're having the conversation and uh again welcome um i'd like to start off um can, can you tell me where you're from
1: I'm from London in the UK, um, but both my parents are from Vienna in Austria, so I'm an Anglo-Austrian. This is. <laughs> but I was born and brought up here in London.
0: This is too funny. My um, my son's girlfriend, her, his, her family, um, her, her and her grandmother still live in Austria, and they go over to Austria quite frequently. Um yeah yeah so they're um outside of this conversation i'll give you a little information after we talk um but uh, (laughs) uh but there it's it's some some interesting stuff but um that's great so grew up in the uk um grew up in london
1: yep here in central london so i'm now south london but uh so i've been here all my life
0: awesome and what was it what was it like growing up in London? Um, I, I, you have a lot of stuff going on in London. There's uh, many things to see and do. Um, wh- how was that experience growing up in London?
1: Oh, well, I loved it. I mean, so far I still love it. As you said, there's just so much to do. And there's just so many things to be inspired by, not just the architecture, but the arts and everything that we've got surrounding us. And we've got some wonderful open spaces and parks and the river and it's just it for me. It's got a little bit of everything. So you know, for city living, it's really lovely. And we're not far from the seaside or anything like that. And the countryside's gorgeous. But I love the city life. I think there's just a real buzz and energy about it. And we've got a really multicultural background here. And the different types of foods and cuisines we've got access to in the different cultures. I just find it really exciting. I
0: love it. That's great. And um, so, being in the city, um, you're exposed to a lot of art, a lot of music, culture. Um, let's let's talk about that. How? What? What started your passion for music?
1: Oh gosh, that's a really hard one to pinpoint. I think music's always been part of my life, and both my parents they had an austrian restaurant that was the family business and my mum sang every night and there was a live accordion player uh i think we've just always been exposed to music in the household as well so it's always been around and then i was very fortunate that my parents always took us to either an opera a ballet or a musical on boxing day or around christmas and i think that's what really sparked my love of being on stage, you know, and sort of the magic and the creation of all of that, um, I think sort of really had an impact on me. But I think, that you know, we were quite active and having music lessons and started with the recorder and piano lessons as a kid and did ballet lessons. So I think it was always encouraged. My parents always loved the theatre and things like that. So it's always been part of my, the fabric of my nature. And I couldn't just, we couldn't imagine sort of being a day without music or some kind of influence of art around me. It would be a totally surreal experience for me. I, I, I
0: can, I can agree. And I can connect with that on so many levels. um, Because yeah, music is, um, I mean, it's, it's music, but, it brings people together. It bonds. It, um, you know, you can eat with music in the background and, and enjoy that atmosphere. You can take in a show, and it's just the experience from music um, is so in- influential in our in our daily life. Sometimes people don't realize it, you know.
1: No, exactly, completely, and I think sort of the power of music as well. Not just, I mean, from the singing perspective, but also from just listening to music, it can completely transition our mood.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: You know, it sort of like just really sort of either brings us up or if you just need to chill out and just relax. and it's sort of like I think it plays such an essential role into our mindset and our moods, doesn't it?
0: A- absolutely. I know I start, <clears throat> I start my day with a quick, you know, little bit of meditation uh, when I get up. And then on my way to get my coffee in the morning, uh, before I head into my my job, I uh, you know I have to start it off with music. That's the first thing I do. It's it, you know my day starts off with music, and it usually ends with music. Um, and I find that helps me find balance in my in my daily life. Um, you know, music.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I just, I don't, as you said I don't know if people even recognize that they do it. It's become so integral in people's lives. You know, it's Like as you said, like the first thing that I do when I get up is I switch the radio on mm-hmm. before I do anything. It's, like, <laughs> it's like, right. I need music. I need sound. <laughs> I'm up.
0: I'm awake. Yes, it, it definitely. I know it's, it's just as important as my cup of coffee in the morning, it, listening to the music just to, just to start my day. Um, and, right. and the music you yes. listen to sets the mood for the day on how you're going to feel. Uh, you know, there's a, uh, it, it's a beautiful thing. Um, yeah. I I'd like to like to ask you. Uh, so when, at one point in your in your life, did you decide, okay, I'm going to start performing? Um, I want to you know get out there and and share your voice with people. W- what age were you when you started doing that?
1: Gosh, that was a bit of a journey. I mean, even as a child, I was always performing, um, sort of in the school plays and activities and things like that but i was quite a shy child which people find quite hard to believe but i was, seemed to be more happy if i was backstage you know i just didn't have the confidence to stand front stage and sing and it wasn't for me a comfortable place to be and then i went to university as a first study flautist. so i was playing the flute and then in my second year at uni That's when I kind of came into my own a little bit. And I just went, no, I really want to do the singing. Let's give that a go. So I swapped to singing as my first study instrument. And then after university, I came back and I just started working to earn some money. Mm -hmm. And got involved with some choirs just to keep the singing going. And then I was just like, oh, I wonder if i could get a solo <laughs> okay i'd be brave enough to do that with people backing me you know mm-hmm. um and i just ended up going into an opera course to see if that's the direction i wanted to take my singing in and i just expected to be one of the chorus girls and the the lady who was running the program she always picked me for all the lead roles so that's when somebody believes in you, you end up sort of rising to that mark. And I was just like, okay, well, hold on a minute. And if somebody hears, she's obviously hearing something in me. So let's give this a go. This could actually really happen. And that kind of really inspired me to, to, to try and go forward with the singing as a career. Um, and then I ended up being the in-house opera singer at Harrods which is the famous shopping store over here in the UK Mm -hmm. and that kind of launched my career that was sort of my springboard if you want it gave me a basis and it gave me the confidence to say do you know what yeah I'm good enough to be paid for my singing now so after all the training I think that was the next hurdle it's not just knowing that you can sing or being wanting to sing Um, it's a completely different mindset when the instrument is you then. Say, oh, I'm going to charge for this, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's worth paying for. Um, And that's sort of a whole different business mindset because, you know, you're not selling somebody else's product, you're selling yourself. Right. (laughs) And I think that's the hardest bit. So all of that was a bit of a journey, but I'm very glad that I went on it because it worked out well for me.
0: (laughs) You you seem to be doing very well. Um, And I guess... What um, what was your what was your first what was you what would you consider your first major show or performance that you that you did?
1: Oh, you know, I think for me the one that sort of sticks out was actually a jazz concert I did at school. Um, I just remember it simply because it was such a poignant point where I just were, I had a solo, I had to get up and sing and my music teacher was on the piano and as soon as i got on stage and they put the spotlight on me i completely blanked i couldn't remember even the first word of the song so i was trying to make eye contact with my music teacher to sort of let him know that it's going to go horribly wrong in a minute Mm -hmm. (laughs) because i can't remember anything (laughs) and then the song just came to me literally word by word sentence by sentence, and I got through it. It was like the most painful performance of my whole life because I really wasn't in any flow, uh, as we call it as artists. As it was just literally word coming in the moment. And that fear of of personal failure, I guess, mm-hmm. was it was crazy. And I remember sort of like just coming off stage and crying my eyes out because probably just the relief that I got through it. Uh, so that one always, I think that was the pinnacle moment where I just was like, Do you know what? It's, it's in there somewhere and I just have to have the belief in myself that it will always be there if I put the work in. So, I, you know, it was like it, I didn't give up. It was just sort of a very uncomfortable experience. I went, okay, well, that's probably the worst it'll ever be, hopefully. <laughs> it can only get better.
0: It, it can only, well, that's, <laughs> but, I'll go, I'll go ahead, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, no, I was just I was like saying then, over the years, there's just been so many wonderful performances. It's really hard to to say one was the best. I think, I, every time I think I've done something, I went, oh my gosh, that's, that's now the pinnacle of my career. That, you know, I've totally outdone myself. And then something else comes up, and you're going, no, that was, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, everyone goes, well, what's next? And I was just, well, that's always the big questions. Like there's, it's, there's always something else to, to be achieved and always something else to do. And I think that's half the excitement about it is that it's not the same grind every day. You know, that, that you can get to be creative and, and come up with different things and that the pathway isn't always clear. You, know, you don't always know what's around the corner. um so that's terrifying and exciting at the same time an interesting career path
0: (laughs) no and that's you you made a couple of points um you never know what's ahead of you i mean and you in you know and i take that mindset my mindset is that you know every day is a new challenge every day is a clean slate um you know and it's a it's a fresh start so your your day your path it's It's amazing when you get onto that path your journey and you see there's, you know, you always, there's always a fork in the road on a decision you need to make, whether I'm going to go left or I'm going to go right. And how's that going to affect? And how's it going to affect me? Um, and it's, it's amazing. And I think, I think the more, the more you get in tuned with whether it's the universe or the energy or whatever, and you, and you're on that path, it, it's almost self-guiding i don't know if you if you feel that um, if that resonates yeah. with you
1: yeah totally i can't agree more it's it's one of those things where you can have the best laid plans so there's always things that i just think oh yes i'm going to have a forecast or this is what i want to achieve in the, in the coming year and you know there's often things will just go okay well i'm not giving up on that idea but I'm just going to have to put that aside for a minute because this amazing opportunity is right in front of me, and that might not come again. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you've just got to take that leap of faith and roll with that. Um and, you know, you're just thinking, well, what's the worst that can happen? If it doesn't happen, yeah, I tried. Yep. Right. It's like, but if I never give it a go, you'll never know. So,
0: <laughs> Ab- absolutely. <laughs>
1: The worst thing that can happen is it goes horribly wrong well okay you, you
0: learn from it absolutely and and i i just want to add on to that we are our our own worst critics I, I think you know oh
1: my god Yeah.
0: and, and i think sometimes that that plays a, a huge role in 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 life's decisions you're like you know because nobody likes failing but from failure comes accomplishment and it's like once you failed I feel okay there's a lesson to be learned what am I going to do next you know what's going to be different you know what type of change am I going to make and you sure. know for the most part you make changes and 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 you just and you roll with it and then things I think gradually become easier for you and you just it's just you're on you're on a journey and and it's a it's a river and you're going left you're going right you're going up you're going down and that's the greatest thing about um you know everyone's personal journey is everybody's journey is completely different than the, than the next person's and uh yeah you know it's it's just a great it's a great thing um
1: yeah absolutely right yeah i think you just hit the nail on the head there with the sort of like nobody likes change but as you said there's always a lesson in it because as long as you learn to reflect on that and not see it as as something that's you know there's there's options of how to progress yes and how to do it better next time yes uh, sort of like you know going take the good out of it and say well that worked mm-hmm. so it wasn't a complete failure because bits of it worked i just that bit didn't and that's why it didn't go in the direction i needed it to um and then you just learn from that and keep building so you know i think a lot of my career i just felt like i was slinging mud at the wall and just saw what stuck mm-hmm. and then i was like okay well that worked and that didn't so i was like okay, we'll just
0: keep going. And that's all we can do because the second we, st- we, we get into the mindset of like, Oh, this isn't going to work. I'm done. That's when depression sets in. That's when the negative energy comes in. Um, and, and it's, it's easy to get into that mindset. Um, you know, being, yeah. being negative and being depressed. I know <clears throat> with the last couple of years, the way things were with music, um it was you know i definitely got into that mindset because you couldn't go see live shows um you know and live music yeah. to me is so important
1: yeah yeah I got, it's, it's really interesting how the arts sort of like took a center stage actually during the lockdowns and during the COVID years uh really people really sort of turned to that yes um and even myself because people go, well, what inspires you? And I just went, well, absolutely, everything inspires me. People inspire me. Nature inspires me. A conversation with a stranger inspires me. So when all of those things got taken away from us, you know, I was just sort of like, oh, I really started craving just seeing art and pictures and Mm -hmm. just using my imagination in a different way to start seeing things that I don't usually get to see. because you were just being allowed to walk around the block, right? So you're just like, well, I'm not inspired by seeing the same things I see every day, mm-hmm. and I had to find those creative and inspirational streaks elsewhere. But I think a lot of artists, especially, they also live with imposter syndrome, so they do feel that they're not good enough, or you know, they'll figure it out in a minute that <laughs> I, I'm I'm not the best. At the craft I believe myself to be or but everyone's a work in progress and I think you've just we've only got to offer what we've got right now
2: mm-hmm. and
1: that's got to be good enough for for us and for everyone else It's sort of like you know we've always as you said every day is a new day for us to try something new to rebirth ourselves to let go of of, of the past and sort of go do you know what okay well this is where I'm at today and that's okay that's going to be good enough and i'm going to make that work
0: absolutely
1: you know, so i think that was also a mindset we needed to hold on to in lockdown every day sort of like right okay well today i'm going to make this work
0: yes abs- absolutely i
1: feel blessings for it yeah
0: you know and that was <clears throat> i know when when we started coming out of the, like every the craziness it was like i longed for those those live shows the engagements with people Um, you know, I'm fortunate, you know, I, I, during, during those lockdowns, our family got so close, um, because, you know, everybody was, I have four kids and (laughs) they were all home because they were away at school and had to come home. So, but it was perfect because, you know, we started off the mornings, everybody would wake up, we'd go outside, we'd, we'd have coffee. We'd interact. We'd had fires in our little chimney outside. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a, you know, that was, that's actually one of the things I miss about that was, Hey, we're, we're home and you know what, we're going to make the best of it. And, uh, you know, I got to spend time with my family and that's when I had really during that whole thing. Um, you know, I had a, I had an accident. I got hurt. I was laid up for over two years and, uh, you wow. know, it, it, but it, that's when I had my, what I call a spiritual awakening. Um, the way I interacted, um, with people when I came, when we came out of it, um, the way I proceeded with my daily life, um, I started, you know, just letting go of negative energy, uh, letting go of negative mm-hmm. thoughts and, and put myself into that positive mindset. And it was really one of the greatest things to come out of for me coming out of COVID with that. And uh, my injury, it was like, okay. And that's what enabled this to, to, to have this talk with you was the, was the idea of the podcast and uh, being able to connect with people and hear their stories. And, uh, and that's what I love um, about doing this, these types of talks is it. we get to connect with people from all over the world and have a great conversation and, and hear their life stories. And, uh, you know, yeah. it, it resonates with people. Um, you know, when you can talk and people hear that.
1: And I, I, I remember even saying it then I was like, actually how, you know, to a certain extent, how lucky were we that this happens in an age where we have technology Mm -hmm. because it did open up so many doors. You know, and all of a sudden, I was coaching all over the world. You know, I was coaching for, in one hour, I was coaching somebody in north of England. The next hour, I was coaching somebody in Germany. Then I was coaching over in New York. Um, You know, it's just like, wow, I've traveled the world today, and I haven't left my house. You know, that was quite mind-blowing that I opened that up, whereas previously, you might have not been able to do that, or people weren't as open to that because they wanted you to physically come to that venue so you're like okay well i can't physically get to you with that flight and be back for my next booking in time
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and it kind of broke down those barriers those barriers and that was really exciting again connecting with different people and you're just sort of like wow i can take this all over the world and hopefully that that's stayed you know that people are more open about using technology in that way which is awesome so yeah exactly and for us to be connected today it's just, I, I just think part of that i still find that completely mind-blowing it's just like that's very
0: cool yeah it is it, and i i love it um i i love technology and i hate it all at the same time um <laughs> but, you know it's like exactly. and, and, and i'm you know i'm i'm a i'm a child of the 80s and 90s so for me to you know, I have to ask my kids, like, hey, how does this work? And they're like, with the phone or the computer. And it's like, oh, okay, I've been struggling <laughs> for over an hour.
1: <laughs> well, that's the other thing, you know, sort of like, especially, because uh, we didn't grow up with mobile phones in our hands. So, you know, we'll go out and everyone's like, you didn't take any pictures? It's like, no, I was engaged in a conversation and having a good time. It didn't even dawn on me yes. to take my phone out and start videoing it or photographing things. And you know you're like damn it yeah. why did i not think of
0: that yeah. it, it's it's funny the 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 more the older i get um especially with the technology in in the phone and the pictures i try i try to grab pictures a couple or you know if i'm at a, at a concert yeah. i'll take a quick video or something but then i but yeah. the, but then there's a part of you that and maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's selfish of me but sometimes it's like this is this moment here right now is for me and I'm going to yeah. take it in and I'm not going to share it. You know, if other people are there, they're sharing the same experience, but um, sometimes, I don't know, you don't want to share that with people, if that makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, cause you're fully immersing yourself into that moment. Yes. So I mean, just, you know, I think sort of the, the memories are things that you can't replace um, and that's a wonderful thing as well. And part of my performing is very much, that when people say what do you do I said well actually I provide people with memory um and I, in that way because it's a moment in time that they'll always remember yes and it's like family moments and I think that's something quite magical and yes as you said so it's like it's not always with the technology it's something that we share amongst ourselves again it's that connection with people or connection in that moment um so I'm, I'm totally with you on that that's and it's not selfish. I think that's just. And if it is, I'm all
0: for it. Yeah. Right. No. It, it's. It's. Yeah. It's. Um. It's. A, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And you know, it's great with the technology too. Like recording, um, you know, music or you know anything. Now, um, it's it's always going to be there for generations and generations beyond beyond our existence. And that that to me is um, that's it's pretty amazing. Um, cause you think, you know, you go back a hundred years that there, there wasn't really any recording devices or, you know, people weren't listening to, to somebody on the East coast or the West coast of the U S or in the UK or Ireland. And now it's like with all that availability, you know, through, through the, the magic of our, the internet and the, you know, the, um, social medias, it's like the stuff we're exposed to and the artists, it's just, it, it's mind blowing. And absolutely love it.
1: Seriously. And that's the kind of things where it's opened up so many opportunities as well. You know, sort of, um, I've pretty much been self-represented all throughout my whole career, and that's because of the opportunities of having social media. Mm-hmm. So you just sort of like putting your message out there. It's, you know, you go to networking events or not even necessarily networking I just go out and talk I'm a talker (laughs) so people just find out about me by me just going up and having a conversation but then with social media you can self-represent you know you can put videos up on YouTube uh, and Spotify and to a certain extent there is the counter argument of oh it's oversaturated now how do you stand out I was like but you get you get that opportunity you get to carve a niche and you get a platform to, to, to put your art on, you know, it's so a sort of like that's that's really cool. That's not something that was there before, unless you had an agent or something. You couldn't get your work easily heard or seen. It was quite difficult. So again, it just opens up so many different doors.
0: It it sure does, and and hopefully, you know, going forward, you know, with the social media and stuff, and and being being able to get on these platforms, the artists are able to make, you know, more of a profit. On on their stuff because they can self-produce, you know. That's it's great because you know there's music, there's apps where you can record on and do all this stuff and have a very good outcome with what you did, and you can do it in your house.
1: Yeah, you know, and and relatively cheaply, and when all things considered,
0: yes, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So I want to ask you a question as far as positive influences in your life. Who do you think was one of the biggest positive influences to get you on your journey um, with music?
1: Oh, gosh. I, I would have to see my family. Definitely. thought mm. sort of my parents and my sister, they're just my number one fan. Yep. Um, and without the their belief in it, you know, I think especially for my parents that have believed in me and my talents, for me to pursue it and giving me that opportunity, that's that's pretty ballsy of them. You know, I remember my was going, well, how do you make money out of that? And I have no idea. But, you know, give me the opportunity to find out. Um, the opportunities there were babies and they just, you know, they came over here to, to try and give us a better opportunity in life. And I was like, okay, well, let me have that. Let me grab it with both hands and see what I can do. Um, and then, you know, there's always that sort of like I was doing operations management and I'd done human resources and city banks. You know, I had a, I had experience in other career paths, so that if if it all did go horribly wrong, or I realised I wasn't cut out for it, then I had something to fall back on. Um, But luckily, I didn't have to fall back on it. I think I had certain experiences working in offices where I just went, this is so not for me. That's it. I've got to give this 100% because when you're living in two worlds, working full time and trying to build your career, Mm -hmm. then you can only give 50% to each. It's impossible for any human to do everything. And at one point it has become, you know, I've got, I reached that crux point where I went, I've got to give it 100% now to get 100% back. It's now or never. And Mm -hmm. then you've got to take that leap of faith. And uh, I think I've just been extremely blessed that, you know, I had parents who who believed in me and who supported me and, and never said don't do it get a proper job or you know none of that existed that was never ever said to me so i consider myself extraordinarily lucky and extraordinarily fortunate and and knowing that they carved out their their dreams and their lives and you know that i could do the same thing so yeah i would definitely hold my family up there with my positivity sort of a pinnacle okay (laughs) my pillars of positivity
0: uh, that's au- that's awesome. You you and I, uh, that's very relatable uh, for myself as well. Uh, I know my family is one of my biggest fans and, uh, you know, yeah. they were a huge driving force in, in what I'm doing now and having conversations with people. But, um, you know, being exposed to music at such a young age <clears throat> for myself, um, that was through my family, through my uncle, through my mom, through my dad.
2: Yeah. And it, it,
0: it's just, when, when, when your family is behind you, it definitely gives you a, I think an added push to what you're doing um, for the simple fact that you don't want to be, first off, you don't want to be a disappointment to yourself, but you don't want to disappoint your family. So you, you know, you immerse yourself in what you're doing and, um, and then getting the love and support, you know, whether it's a wife, a husband, children uh parents aunts uncles it's uh it's a great thing because that positive energy definitely drives and pushes you um and i think it actually helps you get outside of your comfort zone of what you normally would would do or you know how you'd interact with people um and that's just yeah it's great it's a great it's a great feeling
1: yeah yeah it really is and i think it's sort of like you know you just count your own blessings and just go do you know what not not everyone has those privileges and um, you know that my parents were able to take us to concerts and to productions and shows and uh, and sort of give us that exposure yeah. to, to the, these things you know um so i count my blessings very much i think that's a wonderful gift that they gave us is that we have the exposure to that from an early age sure um yeah, it's really lovely, and and it's lovely when when other people sort of see a talent, and and then teachers get behind you as well. And it's just a life journey, isn't it? I sort of like it's one of those things where, as you said, we can all be self doubtful about our own abilities and and our confidence levels. And um, but then you look back and you just go, all along the way, there's always been somebody who had my back,
2: mm-hmm. and that
1: probably that little nudge that kept, kept my little interest going, sort of like going okay maybe not right now but maybe i'm not going to give up on the idea you know
2: <laughs> sure. and then
1: when you try and worm away from it they're still there nudging you. i thought my flute teacher at school was one of those influential people and he is now one of the chorus singers at the royal opera house in Covent garden but back in the day his wife was the music teacher and he said well are you Malcolm, are you auditioning for the school musical and I was just like, yeah, no, I don't think so. I think I'm going to just go for backstage help. And mm-hmm. he was like, but you take singing lessons. I'm like, yeah. And he went, and you deserve to be front stage. You know, you should do that. It's totally you. I can't believe you're not thinking of auditioning. And I was just like, yeah, no, I don't know. I just don't have the confidence. I don't think I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And it was his fault. He just went, okay, well, next week, don't bother bringing your flute to the lesson because we're going to work on your audition material. And wow. so, he, again, it's like, he, he wasn't even my theme teacher, he was my flute teacher. And he was just like not letting that opportunity pass him by. And I did get a little solo in that. And again, that was another confidence boost for me and, and things like that. So you sort of go look back and you go, wow, all these little moments in time, there were people who were looking out for me or saw something in me, gave me that little nudge. And you kind of just miss it, you know, as a child, you're just sort of like, oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> yep. But it, later, you you suddenly join the dots, and you're like, "Yep, something was aligning. That was all part of
0: the path." Absolutely, and I <clears throat> I I refer to those p- moments in time. Those are defining moments, and mm. we there's we have so many defining moments in our lives, and we don't even realize it. And no, and you and you think you think back like, "Oh, wow." If I didn't, if I didn't take this opportunity or I didn't have this conversation with so and so, or I, if I didn't get out of the house and do this, this day, this, this, and this would have never happened. It's like, there's, you know, like I said, the, the, you come to that, that cross in the, ro- the, the, the fork in the road. Do I go left or do I go right? And, yeah, and then you feel again, you, 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 you choose the path that you feel like, okay, this is what I need to do. And. To me, that's it's a defining moment, you you know, and I and I and I cherish those 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 points in time um, because it's just I don't know where I would be if I didn't choose the path I'm I'm on now. Um, I couldn't imagine not doing what I'm doing. And it's just it's um, it's pretty remarkable. It's pretty-
1: exactly. And as you said, it's like it's also the universe aligning for you. You put something out there. If it's called manifestation, it could well be. Yes. But I remember sort of when people say, um, you know, how opportunity comes around. And I was, there was a, um, a guy, I saw a new opera co- company coming on the scene in London. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, who are these guys? And what are they doing? This looks exciting. right? So started following them. And then I saw that they needed some extra tenors, so I emailed them, I reached out and I said, Hi, we don't know each other, but would you like me to put the word out for you? I know some, some singers that might be interested. I said, Yeah, that's amazing, thank you. And then I went to the opera, said hello, we said face to face. And then I said, Okay, look, I you know, any any production afterwards, the producers are always super busy sort of promoting and, and meeting and greeting. And I said, come on, let's go for a coffee another time where we can really sit down and have a chat. And that's what we did. And sort of befriended this gentleman called Norman Welch. And he was, was like, so what, what are you aspiring to at the moment, an artist? What would you like to do? And I said, well, do you know what I haven't done yet that I'd really love? I haven't got an album. I was like, I'd love to make an album. I think that would be a super cool thing for an artist to have an album. Anyway, you know, so I think, well, surely that's on the road. Mm -hmm. next thing i know we go out for another coffee he said oh would you mind reading some of my poems he's a writer i said no not at all and i was just like i'm not very easily in public moved to tears i don't i wouldn't say that about myself but i couldn't help it i was so moved by these poems i was like norman this is absolutely beautiful you are so ridiculously talented and he's like i'm so glad you said that because those are the lyrics for your first album Oh I was my like, God. what? And then he was like, yep. And then he came to my uh, cabaret show I was doing mm-hmm. and he brought a friend of his, which I thought was really nice. He came to support. Um, and he was introducing me to his friend. And then later he was like, what you don't know is that's the composer of your new album. That was like your audition. We're going to write you an album and we're going to produce it for you. I was like, what? what's happening right now?
0: (laughs) Amazing. So,
1: you know, I was just like, when does that happen? Like, you know, you just mentioned to someone, yeah, I'd love to make an album. He was like, great, okay, we're going to make that happen. Let's do it. So I was just like, that's opportunities, right? Just from talking and things like that, was just sort of like, that's so cool. So you're kind of sowing the seed without even realizing it. And I think the biggest lesson for me was that I didn't have to do everything alone. But I couldn't do everything alone. And that asking for help is not a weakness, right? Mm-hmm. So that you just say, do you know what? I need your help in doing this because I'm not a lyricist. I'm not a composer. Um, and I think it was just, I'm still to this moment to find that an amazing thing. And it's actually our 10-year anniversary of the album. Um, and so I can announce it live here for the first time. No one even knows this that we're doing a 10 year anniversary concert in November. So there's a little nugget of information that you, you've heard it first, Tim. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. And where were you, uh, will you be performing the album? Uh, where will you be doing that?
1: Um, in London at an arts venue called the Phoenix Arts Club. So that's in the West End, uh, and that's going to be in November. And all details will be coming out next month, or later this month. So yeah, super excited. The venue is booked and everything is happening. So, Fantastic. And just going, where the hell's the time gone? It's a ten year anniversary already.
0: <laughs> it, it's it's amazing how quick ten years goes by. Um, yeah. it, the older we get, yeah. it, the faster time time goes. The and,
1: faster
0: it goes. <laughs> right. and and, and <laughs> I remember my parents telling me that when I was younger. Like, wait till you wait till you get a little older wait till you have kids. You'll see how fast it goes. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. And, (laughs) and, you know, here we are. And I'm like, wow, that was 30 plus years ago. They, they said that to me. And, you know, here I am at 44 with four kids that are, have already all graduated high school. Two of them, one of them graduate college. The other one is a senior in college. And it's just like, yeah, where does the time go? It's Well, you started young. I did. I did. I started, I was, uh, actually, uh, funny. My, my, I was 19. My wife was 24. We had met and we had met at our Godson's christening. My, uh, yeah, yeah. My friend, um, Greg and his fiance at the time, um, they were having the baby and my wife and, um, his wife, our fiance at the time were uh, college roommates and my wife was from, oh my yeah, my wife was from Vermont and uh, she, she had moved back down to Massachusetts. She went to school in Massachusetts at a, at a woman's university and, uh, and uh, yeah, we met at the christening and then uh, two weeks later we went on our first date and uh, yeah, we've been together for 25, almost 25 years.
1: Wow, congratulations. Thank
0: you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and I'm not gonna I'm not That's gonna say it's hard work. It, it was a lot of hard. And then you throw uh, four kids within five years, um you know <laughs> if we made the decision like, hey, let's just you know we had our first our oldest daughter, Casey, and then it was like, oh we're we're gonna have one more and then uh, it was like, hey, we're having a third and then we're like, well, we have to have four. We don't want to have odd man out. So yeah, it was a number. Yeah, and we had two girls, two boys. So it was perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Uh well, you couldn't
1: have designed it better.
0: Yeah, it, it it all worked out. It all worked out. And uh, you know, they're all uh, very successful at what they do now. So uh yeah, happy, happy Proud dad moment. Um, but uh, let's, I, I, so I, I tend to ramble sometimes, and uh, I apologize for that. Um, but uh, not at all. It's, I, what,
1: I did the same thing. So I'm like, great it's yeah. a perfect match of an interview for me <laughs> no and
0: that's that's what's great about these conversations is is i have a little game plan of what i want to talk about but it never goes as planned because I, you know conver- <laughs> conversation just happens and there's no there's no rules to conversation and there's no, you can't put a conversation in a, in a box and say, this is how it has to, it's not structured. So, no, and
2: no, that's, right.
0: and I love that. And, you know, and that's the beauty of doing this live too is, you know, you get the imperfections, you get the raw in the moment, live reaction from someone and, you know, nobody's going back and mixing it and cutting parts out or, you know, and it's, I love and that, and that resonates with me with live music as well. I love that. I love listening and you hear a little bit of a mix-up and then you can see the artist like, ah, I made a quick a little mistake. You know, it's like, that's, but that's the beauty of yeah. a, a live show is the imperfections. Because it, it, it lets yeah. you know that they're a human, they're real. And I think that helps people connect, um, connect with them a little bit more.
1: Yeah, exactly right. And it's, oh, yeah, exactly. It kind of breaks that fourth wall in a way, doesn't it? It's sort of like you feel like you're part of that even more. I totally agree. I love it when there's a little mistake in there. But as also as a performer, that's something you have to remember, right? It's sort of like going, Do you know, what if I mess up? It's actually allowing them access to me in a different way. Yes. So again, that's not a fault or a failure, but, you know, we'll we'll strive for perfection and you'll go away and berate yourself for that mistake Mm -hmm. (laughs) forevermore. I mean, it was actually something that happened in the album. The album's called a broken heart. And in the title number, it was written so cleverly that I (laughs) had nowhere to breathe. But it also in the voice then transpired about the pain and the anxiety and the the hurt of a broken heart. Mm -hmm. And I just remember sort of not being able because it was also recorded live um and i couldn't get through the word broken in one breath so i ended up being broke heart and i was so upset i was like guys please i know we said we didn't want to do edits and retakes but i said please 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 as a classical singer it's the cardinal rule that you don't read in the middle of a word Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, this is, if you if you publish that, if that goes out and you produce that, that's the, the end of my career. I mean, I'll have no credibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were just sort of like, no, Margaret, staying in because it sounds so heart-wrenching and you couldn't have produced that if you tried. It was just such an authentic moment of truth in how you expressed your heartache that it, it's got to stay in. And I was so angry with them. I was just like, I can't believe you guys! Like, I'm mad. But, mm-hmm. And it took me three years to listen to that song uh, again because I was in my head. I was in my professional musician head and mm-hmm. um, singer's head, mm-hmm. uh, not as a listener or as a producer. And I listened to that now, and I went, "They were absolutely right. They were absolutely right." That it's it's an emotive thing. It's not about perfection. Mm-hmm. It's the imperfection that makes
0: it perfect. I, I couldn't agree with you more. It, it's, and that's what makes everybody so unique is, is there's, is nobody's perfect and we have yeah. our imperfections, but that our imperfections, I, I think really credit us to how our personalities and it, you know, oh, yeah. out of imperfection comes, I think it makes you strive for perfection but there's the but there's those little things that just like oh okay well he you know nobody's perfect and you're right nobody is perfect but you can strive yeah. to be perfect but you still have those imperfections yeah. and i think the imperfections are what make us what make us human that that that
1: but also make us interesting
0: absolutely Can
1: you imagine if everyone was perfect how dull would that be
0: oh my god there'd be no <laughs> the the tabloids would be absolutely you, they wouldn't even exist they wouldn't exist, they wouldn't would they exist? <laughs> <laughs> i I know sometimes they take things a little bit too far but it's like but again those imperfections people it's a relatable thing people can relate to that and um I just i I, I enjoy that um you know yeah. as, a, as a species I think it's um I think it's one of our greatest and one of our worst uh qualities you know that you. Absolutely. Can- um and
1: that makes us all so colorful you know There's just a whole palette of of wonderfulness out
0: there it, it it does and it you know it definitely um you just you there there is a palette and it's it's amazing because um you know when it comes to art there are no rules you know and and now i think with music there really are no rules or boundary in what you can do um yeah. You know, I know some people like, oh, you have to structure a song like this, or you have to do this, or you have to do this, or why did you do that? And then it's because I'm making art. And yeah, people forget something, you know, I think the, the biggest thing is, you know, when, when, a, when an artist ta- shares something or does something, at first they're making that for themselves. They're giving you a piece of them that they want to share with you, whether you like it or not. That's why I never... I never trash talk. I don't like to say I hate a, an artist or a musician or because at no. the end of the day, they're putting, they're putting, they're opening themselves to you and they're sharing something, whether it's comfortable or uncomfortable with you. And they're very vulnerable. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, they're doing it exactly. you know, at the end of the day. it's Also, you know what? It might not resonate with me. And that's cool. Yep. It's the same like my voice and my art probably doesn't resonate with everyone either and I've got friends who've even said that they said look Marika I'm not so into the opera but if you do a jazz night or a cabaret I'll come to that Mm -hmm. I'm like that's cool like you don't have to like everything I do you know it's it's just enough that you support me in doing what I want to do you don't have to come you don't have to love it you know that's not a commitment that people need to do but then you know you just exactly that even if it doesn't resonate with you it's not your thing you just going, do you know what? I'd take my hat off because you're doing it. Exactly. You're giving it a go. And there's, there's something – you have to be in awe of that, right? I think that's so many people are scared of giving things a go. Absolutely. And giving themselves the opportunity to do it. And it's just like you, know, you just want to encourage people to go just – you don't have to be the best at it. You don't have to be successful at it. Just do it for yourself.
0: Absolutely.
1: Just give it a go if it's something you think will give you
0: pleasure invest in that absolutely and i think that's like the biggest thing is you know people are afraid to take that step or, or do it but once you can once you can put your put yourself at ease and you know re- do something that you want to do it 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 allows you in life in in other things whether it's your daily job or how you interact with people or you know how you, your mindset it, it it changes you and it, and it changes yeah. you for the better, I think, um, you know, it allows you to do Definitely.
1: that stuff. And have you ever had that? So like often uh, there's events or something that I need to go to and I'm just knackered and everything is screaming, I don't want to go. I want to just hit the sofa and be lazy and have a night in. And then you sort of like dust yourself off and you put your glad rags on and you just go, come on, you said you'd go, just go. Even if it's just for an hour, if you're really tired, then you can come home early, whatever. Yep. And sometimes those nights have been the best nights. Like you just put yourself into a different frame of mind and you've got your butt out there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then all of a sudden... You meet that one connection. Again, you sow the seed that becomes something. And you just go, God, it would have been so easy not to go out tonight. I was just totally not in the mood. But look what I would have missed if I hadn't.
0: It It's funny. You know? It's funny you just brought that up. Because I just went through this yesterday. Um, uh, really? It, it was... I went to a, um, a music festival. And... Um, I had an interview, a little impromptu interview with, um, with the singer and DJ from the band. And I, I, I was supposed to leave here at a certain time and my companion, uh, didn't tell me he was leaving and taking off with somebody else. There was some miscommunication. So my my interview was going to be, I think like one 30 quarter of two and I'm sitting at home at twelve o'clock, wondering where my my travel companion was, and I get a text like, "Oh, I'm already on the way to the show."
1: Oh my god!
0: And I'm like, "Okay, I've got an hour ride." I they they the, the band was coming on at one ten. I'm like, I have to find parking. I'm like, okay, I can do this. And then I you know yeah. I was back and forth in my head. I'm like, do I just cancel? Do I? And I'm like, you know what? I, just go. So yeah. I, I I hopped in the car, drove the hour found parking walked into the venue got miscommunication in the venue because it was uh, there were two stages outside with bands playing and then inside the um, yeah inside the venue there was a a stage set up with with where where the band i was going to see and talk to were playing and they misguided me i went to the other side of the venue and then they're like oh no you got to go into the you got to actually go into the palladium so i'm like oh okay (laughs) huff it back back across the venue as as i'm walking in the band is introducing themselves and going on stage and it and it all worked out and uh and then it you know after the show the singer found me we went down into the basement where they had an art exhibit set up um and we found a spot behind a curtain we did a quick little talk and uh we exchanged some stories before before we went live and after and uh it was a um absolutely beautiful moment for me and uh Epic. yeah i was just so fortunate cuz because you know that mindset like oh i'm just I'm, you know this my my traveling companion already left and now i'm got to go out there by myself right. and i got to do this and it's like i probably
1: won't make it on time e- yeah exactly so i think it could have been so easy just to give up on it
0: exactly and i'm and that was like and I could feel myself slipping back into that that negativity and I'm like nope nope don't do that get your ass in the car get up on the highway and let's go
1: exactly exactly right sort of like there are those, always those little moments where you're just going come on you've got to sort of pull it out the depth don't you
0: absolutely and
1: so also knowing that about yourself I think you know for me that's also come with age it's sort of like going yeah no i know i know what my own limiting beliefs are Mm -hmm. and i know when i need to override them
0: yeah absolutely
1: um you know because it's because we all have it you know I've, i've had some wonderful opportunities where you know the performances i've had and you do sort of like going oh my god this is insane and you think if i think too much about it in that moment i'd never go on that stage i would freak myself out just because of the immenseness of it you know and then just going i can't do that what on earth are you thinking so people go how'd you get true and i was just sort of like i don't think about it at all yeah so literally i've got to put that out of my mind how big a gig this is yes otherwise i'll never get out there in front of the cameras or on that stage or whatever. It's just like, no, I've just got to shove it to one side. And then when I finish the gig, you sort of like, again, it's sort of like it's the emotions They come out in tears and, you know, they're happy tears. But it's also the overwhelm of like, I just did that. Oh my God, somebody catch me. I'm about to faint.
0: <laughs> yes, trying, the, trying to process um, when you do something that in the moment, you don't, I don't think you realize how great or how much of an impact it's going to have. And then Mm. trying to process it afterwards, you're like, Oh my God, I did this. And you know, at the end of the day I sit here sometimes and you know, after having conversations with people um, you know, and especially through the podcast uh, I'm like, who, who who am I? Like who, who, (laughs) how how was I afforded this? And how, how was I able to be able to do this and have the conversation and, and interact with people like, it's like, well, you know what? It's because of positivity. It's because yeah. of being with positive people. Positive people push you in the direction of positive people, and you're and you're able yeah. to interact. And it's just like, it, again, it's if you open yourself up and you accept the positive energy that's out there, and you, and you can put it out there towards other people. It's amazing what you can accomplish.
1: Oh my gosh, that's so true. That's so true. And it's it's especially nice, I just think, the the world is competitive enough. Yes. There's absolutely no need. There's enough good energy out there for everyone. So if we can lift each other up, that's even better. You know, (laughs) it's sort of like, great. And people are going, well, what do you get out of it? And I was just like, a really happy glow. It just makes me feel good. I don't need to get anything financially out of it or business out of it it's just sort of like listen if i can help a person
0: out happy days. absolutely you
1: know spread the love it's, there's enough to go
0: around absolutely <laughs> and if everybody put themselves into that mindset and did that we'd be in a lot better place like the whole world would be in such an. it would be so much easier because it's it's so mm. it's the energy it takes to be negative and not lift people up it's more work than it is just to be positive be nice to people you know and i say this every time i talk to somebody and have a conversation and and it goes around to positivity it's like in the morning when you're going get a coffee hold the door for someone say good morning yeah you know say hello how are you have a good day that that could change the course of that person's day that small one minute 30 second whatever interaction it's like it's so easy and it's free it doesn't cost (laughs) anything to be nice
1: Um, i know which which surprises people a lot of the time i think
0: (laughs) i think you know
1: it's like go on try it everyone can do it
0: (laughs) absolutely and it's easy it's so easy just be nice be kind love one another help people out that's it that's all you can do and i think that's you know it, it definitely helps um it helps me as a person You know being kind to each because it's infectious positivity is infectious
1: oh my god yeah and absolutely
0: yeah it's just it's a beautiful thing um coming coming back to you (laughs) um (laughs) so i understand you performed for the royal family at one point
1: yes yes i did that was another one where i i got that job in a complete roundabout random way So back in the day, many, many moons ago, I was temping on receptions. So I was just this one, it was a bank I was temping for, I think, on that reception. And it never dawned on me that I'm covering the same receptionist all the time, uh, because the lady was was off sick on on many occasions. And I, back in the day, when websites and the internet was just sort of coming up, Mm -hmm. and I was just like, well, how do I advertise myself? How do I get people to know about me I said well I'm kind of desk hopping you know every day I'm in a different office or whatever so I used to make my website the landing page of their internet browsers so that whenever they tried to get onto you know the internet instead of Google coming up or something my website would come up okay and if they ever questioned it you know because it might have been a, a, a breach of security in their business I don't know But if they ever questioned it, I was just going to play blonde and sort of play dumb and go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I just got a text message to say my website was down. I must have pressed something. I don't know what I did. I'm mortified. Please, oh, my God, help me. Get it off, get it off, get it off. So I pretty much did that everywhere I went. Um, And then years later, I'd completely forgotten that's the kind of thing I used to do. And I got the phone call to say would you sing at a Christmas concert it's going to have royalty in attendance and so at the end of the phone call I was just like going through the diary I was going to clear whatever I had because you know I was going to have an opportunity to sing for the royal family mm-hmm. but I'm not going to pay it call and I just said at the end of the phone call I said look before we go can I just ask how you came about finding me you know did you do a google search or did someone tell you about me or you know it's always interesting bit of market research of like how do you how do people come about finding me? And she goes, Oh, well, Jane Ullman recommended you. And I was just like, Oh, that was lucky of her. I'll have to send her a big bunch of thoughts say thank you. Hung up the phone. I was like, who on earth is Jane Ullman? I couldn't remember. So I was like, look, on Facebook, she wasn't on Facebook, LinkedIn, she wasn't on LinkedIn. I was like, oh my gosh, okay, so this person is on social media. Who on earth is this? So I went through, I didn't search on my computer through the emails. And lo and behold it was the receptionist i'd never met but covered on that reception desk so many times for that bank and so every time she came back to work she logged on her computer and i'd be singing at her so she met me <laughs> every time she got back to work and she was singing in a choir and in that choir was the chair lady of this charity who said look uh, which is the soldiers sailors air force association and she said look i need an opera singer for my event because do you know anyone she goes well somebody used to work in my office and she was an opera singer let's look her up and that's how they came without finding me so i mean that was like 10 years later wow somebody i'd never met but i left my website on her computer every time i tempted her she must have thought i was bonkers
0: but, but you you did it for a reason. Like there was a reason behind yeah. it, and you knew there were. It's amazing. That's it am...
1: evidently worked. She remembered me ten years on and got me a gig singing for the royal family. Like that's again, absolutely mind blowing how these things come about.
0: And did, did have yeah,
1: you? The other thing, you know, it's also I'm a true believer of like, oh, you know, I would. I, I never treat anyone differently, so be that a, a street cleaner or the Queen, because mm-hmm. you don't know who anyone is.
0: Absolutely,
1: a in a coffee shop—you have no idea what who they are, what they've been through, who they're going to be next. You know, so it's always being polite and and talking to everyone on the same level with respect and. And these opportunities are still there. They they keep popping up. You're like, wow, 10 years later, somebody I've never met got me a gig singing for the Royal Family.
0: Mind boggling.
1: Nuts. Now, Nuts, right?
0: Have you ever connected so cool. with her?
1: No, I've never found her. So if she's out there, Jane Ullman, please get in touch. I owe you one big time.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. I t- t- I, it, and again, it's just, you know, again, through positivity and just being a good person, I think. Um, you know, whether it's karma, the universe, a higher power, God, uh, whatever, you know, I think yeah. when you, when you can project all that and, and, and be a good person and, uh, you're, we are rewarded with our, with our good efforts. Um, I truly believe that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then it's sort of like, it's lovely to give that back. You
0: Absolutely. Know,
1: there's also something to be said about that. It's not just absorbing all the goodness. It's just like, right. Where it's, it's my duty to put that back into society as the, you know, and, and put that back into the universe. Otherwise, you know, that's how it keeps, the keep the sharing going, it keeps it alive.
0: Yeah. And that's what, you can't pro- be
1: hogging it all to yourself.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely. And that's, I think what helps propel us too forward and to be successful, at, at, you know, as an artist, as a singer, at whatever we're doing, um, even if it's your your daily job, your nine to five, um, it helps you. It yeah. propels you it, it makes you a better person um, and it mm. helps you engage with people that you, again, you wouldn't have normally engaged with all through being positive, all through being kind, courteous. Um, those are things, you know, that were instilled upon me as a, as a youth. Um and then yeah. I put that into my kids, you know, and, and, and you know, I always said, treat, you treat everybody how you want to be treated with, yeah. you know, with kindness, exactly. with respect, with, with admiration, with love. And I said, you're going to get that back. And if you don't, you just know, okay, guess what? I'm not going to interact with that person. I put it out there. I was good. I tried doing, they don't want to, just some people just aren't receptive to, to, to that and they want to be negative and want to be angry at the world and you know, everybody's out against them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when you, it, it's, uh, the power of positivity is amazing. Um,
1: it is. so yeah, it really is. I couldn't agree more. It's, I, it's, it, it's something, as you said, it's an infectious thing. So it's like the ripple effect. And you never know how far that ripple's going to go.
0: Absolutely.
1: As, As we said, it can change a small action that means nothing to you can completely change the path of someone's day or, or, or life. You know, you you know that's the thing. You don't always know how far that will go.
0: Absolutely, and and that's how it's funny. You just said that because that's how we're here today. It it was through social media. It was through interaction. um, Through you know Cornell, um, him. Again, just he's um, he's a great he's listening to the show. Um, and you have a family member uh, listening as see? well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's
1: my, probably my mom and dad.
0: Oh, okay. So they're, they're listening. Say hello to mom and dad. Logging
1: in. Hi, mom and I'm very proud that they managed to log in.
0: Yep. <laughs> that's awesome. Well it, you we we Someone's will like what
1: if it doesn't work? I went click on the link, click on it, it should just
0: be on there. Yep. Yeah I it's it's a hard app to maneuver um the Podbean app um but it's for for me as a host it's very easy to get on and do these shows and then once they're done i just hit download and then i put them out there and then they're they just go to every every i think i'm like on like 15 different platforms right now maybe more so it just it gets out there and uh yeah uh, again the power of the internet it's uh it's a
1: and hello to Cornell thanks for spreading the love hon.
0: Huh? <laughs> yeah he's uh he's great he's been uh, it was funny after my yesterday after my wife told me she's like you need to go to that show get get your ass out of the house and I called Cornell and was talking to him and uh he's like get yourself in a good mindset everything's gonna be fine you're fine just get to the show you you know what you have to do you know why you're going there you have a mission and that was I just needed sometimes you need that that um that energy that uh that influence from from others yeah and that's and that's the
1: positivity injection from somebody else
0: absolutely and that just goes back to lifting others up like you had mentioned um excuse me right it's it's so so easy it's so easy to do that just if everybody listening and, and you know anybody that's going to be listening to this just lift other people up and 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 show some love and support it's uh it's free and it's easy Um, yes
1: and i don't know why people they can be quite fearsome or uh, or being friendly Mm. (laughs) especially in cities i don't know what it's like over there but you know sometimes over here you know you're on the tube or on public transport and you have a conversation with somebody like why are you talking to me (laughs) it's like because you're next to me and i can Right.
0: It's funny you say that because, uh, I live in a, um, so the community I grew up in, I live in East Hampton and, uh, it's a farming and mill community. Uh, we had a lot of in during the industrial revolution, there were mills and farms. Um, I grew up on my family's farm. We, you know, we had pigs and cows and all that stuff. Um, and it. it was a little bit like we were the, like the start of the, I would say the not really the hill towns because we live in a valley. We're surrounded by uh, two mountain ranges, Um, but it was, you know, just a very quaint town. And then you go to the next town over Northampton and it was a mini city. There was live music. There was art, um, all these great things that I was able to go experience that I couldn't get in the town I lived in. And Mm. that's where I, you know, saw my first live show um, at, at a club there. Uh, you know, and then again, my parents, you know, I was junior high, uh, maybe, maybe freshman year of high school, you know, they're like, Oh yeah, we'll drop you off and we'll pick you up or, you know, whatever. And I grew up with my friends and I would go, we'd go see live shows and then, you know, mom and dad or my friends, mom and dad would come pick us up and bring us home. Um, so I was very fortunate, very fortunate to have that it's not a big it's not a big city, but it's uh it's big enough for where we are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like and live concerts, I mean, I think that's also something but that, that's quite inspiring, isn't it? It's sort of like as you were saying, it's the energy in the room and that's something that wasn't so obvious to me up until lockdown. In that I was obviously everyone turned to Zoom and online platforms to do work. Mm-hmm. And I was having the conversation. I was going, why am I feeling so drained? Like, I do this all the time. Why am I suddenly feeling like I'm running low on energy? And then it dawned on me. I was like, because what inspires me is being, like with my choirs, is being in the room and hearing that choir singing back to me. Mm -hmm. So it's not about me. It's about what we're doing together. It's what we're creating together and the sound we have. And that was something you couldn't do online. You know, only one person could sing or talk at a time. If you all tried it at the same time, with different bandwidths and internet latency, it was absolute chaos. Mm-hmm. But occasionally, I let the chaos run wild because I went, "I really miss that." Yes, I miss the energy of a room. I miss the energy of being with people, and that's where where I just suddenly went, "Okay, well, that's why I'm running low on energy because." I'm giving a lot of energy out, as I usually do, but I'm not finding that return mm-hmm. of being in the room. And that's what feeds me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and I was just like, oh my God, that, does that make me a needy person? that I need other people. I was like, oh, that makes me human and that's a human connection. And it's a beautiful gift that we have, that we can spread that energy in person and things like that. But so, yeah, there were certain elements it was amazing that we could continue online. But yeah, again, the sort of different things you find out about yourself and and what makes you tick and what human connection does, you know, for 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 each and every one of us, It's Absolutely. Sort of like it's, it's a human need to be together.
0: It is, and I think as a species, you know, <clears throat> I know a lot of some people push push people away or don't want to interact with people in a certain way, um, but it's like I always. I don't like I'm I'm weird. I don't like large crowds of people, but I don't mind going to a concert with a large crowd of people. If that makes yeah, sense,
2: interesting, isn't it? It, yeah. it, it
0: is. And it's like and I have this thing in my head because I'm always, you know, you, you, you second guess yourself and you're like, oh, I hope I don't run into so and so. Or I hope, you know, and it's like, well, just when you go to a concert, you're, you're all there for the same purpose. And that's to yeah. f- feel that energy to feel the you know the music that's getting played for you and uh, to interact with the people that are at the show to interact with the artist that's at the show um, I, I feel you know after coming out of a, a, a live show, you're so uplifted and um, the energy it, sometimes it's overwhelming. Yeah. I, you know yeah. I, you know where it's like, who wow. It when an artist puts on a performance and 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 it moves you, then you know like okay they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. You connected, they connected with you, and it's um it's magical at times.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and that that's the power of it as well. Is that they're they're connecting with people they've never met, but they're right in front of them. It's like in and in that space and in that moment, that's golden.
0: Yes. Yes. And
1: everyone's experiencing that in their own way And again, there's another connection Again, that's that ripple effect So they're, they're all connected in the, in that space Through the artist being there And the music connecting with them And taking them all on their individual journeys But yet a collective journey
0: mm-hmm. um, I mean, I,
1: there's so, so many facets to it, isn't there? It's, it's, a, it's a, a wonderful experience
0: It, it sure is and, and it's like, I... And I like being inspired too. Um, I feel that with a lot of musicians, there's certain points in my life where you're inspired by what they're doing or what they're saying or the art that they're making.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And I think that also helps you on your journey because it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to check this out or I'm going to get into this, listen to this particular style of music. And, you know, every time I listen to a a band or a, a musician, it take, and it also, it, I think music is a t- like a time machine. Yeah. It takes you back because <laughs> when I hear certain you know, certain songs that you hear, it takes you back to that moment when you first heard the song or you had a, a positive or maybe negative moment in time when that song was prevalent or when you first heard it. And it's like it brings yeah. – to me, it brings a lot of emotion back. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, I remember when this came out. I was in high school or – I was in junior high or I had just graduated or I met this person or I met that person. It's like, I, we're so fortunate to to be able to, again, listen to that music and then go back. You know, I feel like I travel back in time. Like I can remember what's going on.
1: And it's really interesting how the mind works with that as well, because smell will do the same thing. Certain sense will take you back and go, Oh my gosh. But even if, if you're, you're being taken back to that memory. Yes. Like sometimes you can smell the wood, or the you you can smell that hallway, or that that song will then actually sort of bring your senses back to life. Absolutely. So your brain is triggering on so many different levels. You're just sort of like, oh my gosh! So yes, totally time warp, time capsule. Yes.
0: Yes, and I feel like the more and more with with uh, social media and all the other stuff is we kind of get sometimes we get lost with within all of that. And I know I I'm so guilty of it. You know, I'll get on social media and because you're interacting with other people and you, you know, you're looking for that, that excitement and you know, they're, you're, they're sharing their life experiences and that. And, but then it's like, Oh my God, two hours just went by. Oh yeah. Like what the hell? Keep like, on. okay, I got to put this phone <laughs> down or I got to shut the computer off. And, uh, I need to just walk away and I need to go, you know, outside, start my day or whatever, go to the store or just, just do something yeah, or pick up. But pro- put
1: the productivity hat back on, right? Absolutely. Like, right. Okay. I've just lost myself for a lot of time. I need to get on it. Yes. Yeah.
0: You know, it, it, it's, True. it's so fun. It's so funny. It's like before, before, um, you know, we came on live today. I had gone out, gotten gotten coffee. I got um, got a bite for breakfast, and came home, and uh, I got all my stuff set up for the for uh, our talk. And uh, mm. I looked over in the corner at my acoustic guitar that's been sitting there for about a month that I haven't touched, and I opened it up and I played music for about a half hour, forty five minutes. And, that's so cool. Yeah, and it but it got me into you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to play guitar for a bit. I haven't done this in a while because of life and I've been busy. So I started playing and then it's like, okay, I kind of wrote a quick little piece and it was so organic and natural. And then it's like, I put the guitar down and I'm like, okay, now I'm ready to take on, take on the day. We're going to, and we're going to have a wonderful conversation.
1: I love it. Do we get to hear the song? (laughs)
0: <laughs> um i I, I may sh- I, I might share it with you. Um I'm pretty private when it comes to uh to what I do. Um because I'm not like I've been I, I started playing bass when I was young. Um yeah. so I can't I can't read music. Um I could read the tablature. Uh and I don't oh, okay. Yeah, I, I just and I think it's because I'm a little bit lazy. You know, <laughs> When I it was funny because when I started taking bass lessons, my um, my first bass instructor um, he was a great guy, but it was just was not a fit. And the second gentleman that took over, who I didn't realize at the time, and the more I got to know him, he was a uh, he played Carnegie Hall at I think twelve or thirteen oh, wow. years old on violin, and wow. and. When I had met him, he had hair down past his shoulders, you know, a a goatee, a little mustache, and he was a heavy metal guitar player. And I had no idea, you know, so then we'd we'd start, you know, as the lessons progressed and I'd start talking to him and he'd, he'd share things with me like, oh, yeah, you know, I play violin and oh, yeah, I play piano. Oh, yeah, I play drums. And it's like, oh, and I do sing. And it was what? like, it was like all this. He was, he's a music prodigy. Um, he, he's, oh my God. Yeah. He's amazing. Um, and I hadn't, it was funny. I'd lost connection with him, I hadn't seen him in years. And he was, and he, he had come over my house numerous times to play with my cousin who was a drummer at the time. Yeah. And they would, they would jam out. And uh, then they kind of went their ways and everybody kind of lost touch. Um, like, I want to say it was right before COVID happened. I'm sitting out on my back yeah. porch. Um, I'm, it was early evening. A car pulls in and a gentleman's walking up the back stairs and he's like, oh, I'm lost. I need directions. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, Todd. And he's like, Tim. And I'm like, and I hadn't seen him in probably 20 years. No way. And I'm like, oh my God. And hug. He came and sat down. Uh, my folks who were wow. fr- very friendly with him too came outside. We started talking and it was just like, it was it was so awesome. And, it, and music brought us together initially. And he was playing yeah. a show locally. He remembered where my house was. And decided to pop in on chance that somebody was home.
1: Oh, that's so wonderful! I love that.
0: Yes, It's so that, but he was. Um, I'm not sure where I was going with the whole story, uh, but he was a huge, huge. <laughs> it was one of our tangents. Yeah, that's it. it was just, just conversation taking place. Um, he was a huge part in my in in my musical journey. And then, you know, after he had left, I'm like, oh, I gotta start. You know i hadn't picked up my bass or my guitar um in probably you know 18 years i just kind of stopped and i started oh. started playing again and it was just like it, it, it's funny the universe sends you things at times when you need them the most yeah and not always yeah, exactly. you know we don't realize that we needed it at that at that exact moment in time but then you come back around to it and you think about it it's like oh you know i i'm going to be completely i have not thought about him coming coming over here since like the day it happened and now it's like wow. all this all this memory all this emotion all this stuff i'm like yeah shortly after that i started playing guitar again it's like he came into really? you know came into my life and then um he dropped off of social media since then i haven't talked to him um, but he plays out. Uh, sometimes I, I try to try to look him out. Um, but I, we'll connect again at some point. But uh, um, his name's Todd Rosevere and uh, he's a brilliant musician and, and a. Um, he was a great, great friend and mentor for me, and uh, I'm forever grateful that we were able to come together at, at you know, I was at such a young age and uh, and, and you know connect with him. I
1: love him. that. I love that. it? <laughs> so true isn't it how I was just saying that as well to to my sister and my niece and nephew and I was like you know I I, when I'm teaching I don't necessarily I don't push the children to do exams for me that's not the be-all or end-all for me it's to instill the love playing an instrument into those children you know it's like because that will never leave them Mm -hmm. and for me it was It was almost like therapy. I was never a brilliant pianist, but I remember coming home from school and being so frustrated that I had to sit there and be quiet all day long because that wasn't my natural way of being. Mm -hmm. That, you know, I would sit at the piano for, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes and just bash out and pretend to bash out some Rachmaninoff or something, you know, making probably a hideous noise. But for me, just to have that creative relief then I can sit down at the dinner table or something, and just go. Okay, I feel better. Thank you. <laughs> you yes. Know? It was just that something that is like you were saying that you know that that your guitar playing and that was just for you, and that's something that you're quite private about. It's that like, well? That that's all it needs to be. It's that relationship that you have with it when you need it. Mm-hmm. Is That's your therapy or your release or? whatever it is and that's a gift to be able to give that to, to somebody be that as an adult or as a child They'll take that wherever they are throughout their whole life mm-hmm. you know it's like it doesn't you don't have to become a virtuoso or a concert pianist or what you know take all these exams and grades so you just need to have a love of it and that's something that will always be there for you i mean that's an amazing gift to have in your back pocket
0: it, it sure is and, and i'll tell you what else it opened me up to is i didn't realize that i had like um like a, like a part of me that could write like song lyrics i've got oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. i've got probably 20 25 songs like fully written lyrics to songs that i did oh, and it wasn't even it was funny because I'll write lyrics when, when I'm either depressed or super happy. Um, And I've Mm. never sung these songs. I've never um, put any music to them, but it was, it's almost like a release to sit there and write this stuff down and then go back and look at it and like, Oh wow, this, this could be a a song or it could be a poem. But I, I just, I didn't never knew I had that in me. And then when you start doing it, it's like, Oh my God. You know, it's it is a ty- It is a definite type of therapy. Um, yeah, when you're able to do that,
1: the to it. Yeah, just sort of like let it all out. It's a way, of, just a way of being expressive as well.
0: Yes, it, and I think that's that's a great. Th- you know, it's a gift that we're so fortunate to possess as a species to be able to, you know, not only interact with people and, and have you know positive conversation, but um the art we can make and there's like i said there's no no boundaries on it there's no limitations and uh as long as it's not hurting anyone it, it's it's amazing um and I'm, yeah. I'm i'm very fortunate to um you know to be able to 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 do stuff like that and and have the conversations like this and you know i i feel i feel complete
1: yeah yeah. And that's, but it's, I think it also is a certain type of personality to, to be able to do that, you know, sort of like just open up conversations and things like that. And the more we do it, the more comfortable we feel with doing it.
0: Absolutely. You know,
1: because people go, oh my gosh, don't you ever feel self-conscious? Or or oh, what are you going to talk about? As sort of like... Oh, I don't know. You've met me. I said we'll talk about whatever comes out in the moment. I sure. That's the least of my worries. I never have anything to talk
0: about. Oh, that that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's like you said. That's that's a part of us. That's a part of our personality. Is that? Yeah. I think you know. I yearn for conversation. I I I I need it. I need conversation. You know, I yeah. need an interaction with people. Like that's what that's what kind of that's what drives me um that's what makes me feel good
1: yeah Um, and also that's how we learn things absolutely you know and that's how we pick up on different things and i love having good conversations because there's there's and people go oh was it more of a debate i went no i said just because i've come away from a conversation where i might just say do you know what i i I don't know anything about that topic Mm -hmm. but can you enlighten me like what is your interest in that or how did you come about finding out i've got no problem by saying i know nothing about that but i think it's an opportunity to learn something it's just like okay so tell me about it sure and the worst i think that will ever come out of that is if i turn around and go do you know what i i can't say i agree with it but thank you for enlightening me
0: absolutely yep yeah, we can we can agree
1: possible to... outcome that could come out of a conversation you know yes Or if not, you've learned something new just go, wow, I've just never seen it from that perspective before It's just like, that's a really valid point Or, you know, it makes you think And it's sort of, again, it's an inspiration It can open up different pathways Of of how we interact Or how we think Or how we communicate
0: Yes, absolutely If you never have
1: those conversations What are we learning?
0: Absolutely like It'd be a very dull Dull environment um, to, 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 to yeah. you know, like to be a, a hermit and a shut and, and, and not converse with people. I'm, I just, I couldn't even imagine it. I couldn't even imagine it. I mean, there's definitely, yeah. d- don't yeah. get me wrong. There's definitely times where I don't want to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there's
1: other times where you need to shut everything away and yeah. so I need my downtime to quiet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and that for me is, you know, sometimes usually after nine o'clock or nine o'clock at night i'll take my phone i'll put it on the charger and just i'm glad
1: you said at night because it's nine o'clock in the morning now otherwise i'd be like oh well we'll cut the conversation
0: short then Yeah. no No, at night i like to i like to try to not be on social media um before i go to bed Uh, you know i'm definitely on it but i again i put the phone down and i walk away from it and it's like okay Put it on the charger. I'm going to bed. I'll put the television on. I'll, I'll take in, you know, a, a movie or a show right before I go to bed, and th- then I, you know, I'm able to fall asleep. I'll do my, and I do a nightly yeah. med- meditation too, which is nice. uh, which yeah. I find that it uh, helps me clear clear my head and uh, get ready for the next day. It it, it really helps out. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Also, allowing yourself to have that time. Yeah. It's important, isn't it? It's sort of like going actually. Otherwise you start the day in this state of rushing or yes. just always feeling behind the beat.
0: Yes. You know? Yep. No, Couldn't agree with you more. That that's uh that's such a perfect um, that's such a perfect explanation of it. It definitely sets you on a on a on a better path for the next day. Um, you know, and doing it in the morning too. Just take even if it's a minute, just clearing your thoughts yeah. and clearing your mind and being just like, Okay. I'm ready to take on the day. Take a big breath of air. If the sun's out, let it hit you in the face, and uh, you know, take on the yeah. day.
1: Yeah, but it's also positive visualization as well, isn't it? It's the sort of something you've got a, a busy day ahead, rather than sort of going, "Oh God, I'm dreading today. It's going to be a long one." You sort of like going, "Okay, how how do I want to feel by the end of today?" Yes. What do I want to achieve from this day? It's like you know, and then with that mindset you get through the day and you go yes okay but it was challenging but i did what i set out to do and that's that success right picked it done you yes
0: know?
1: so again it's mindset isn't that it? it's that positive outlook of like reframing something yep rather than taking drudgingly through the day <laughs> and, <laughs> Drudging yes everything you need to do and,
0: and you know what helps me get through the day too is is the music like
1: at,
0: at my job, I'm able to take my Bluetooth speaker. Um, I'm a plumber. So I go into people's homes or new houses and do their plumbing. And I always have my Bluetooth speaker with me because it's like, I I need, I I need that. I need the drive. The music gives me the drive. It gives me the motivation or I'll put on a, um, a talk podcast or something and listen to it, you know, a, a good conversation. A lot of the times I find myself in my coworker one of my apprentice um, uh, great great guy I said you know a couple days after I do my podcast I'm like hey did you listen to the podcast and he's like no no do you want to listen to it I'm like well yeah because it, it takes me a couple of days to process and then I go back and re-listen to it and yeah. it's like oh okay I remember that I remember talking about that and then it just it's a it's a it's nice it's nice, and, and then I'm my own worst critic, of course. It's like, oh, I shouldn't have talked about that. Like, why the hell did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, you know, and the one thing I try to never do is bring up politics, because I think politics brings out some of the worst, and it, and it can bring out the best in people, but I just find that yeah. it it just, it's a path that people don't need to go down, um, and I like to avoid uh, it. Yeah,
1: I'm with you.
0: Yeah it's just
1: I, like You know and in my day job I'm very lucky that I, my job is music So I'm I'm constantly Taking that with me and people go oh you've got So much energy and you've got such a positive outlook Like how are you always so happy And I was just like I, I sing all day long Like I'm yeah. literally releasing Happy and all day long Yeah
0: that's awesome
1: It was like find something You love doing and you will have a smile On your face no matter how Difficult or challenging, or whatever the day may be, it's just like going, Well, we had a
0: great bloody thing. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And, um, well, you know, I want to ask you so uh, you have you have your show coming up, and you're doing a show in November, your 10th anniversary of your album release. Yes. What else do you have in store um, for live performances coming up?
1: Oh, what have I got? Well, I've got. I sing in a restaurant which I love, it's a tiny Italian restaurant and Mm -hmm. I do opera nights and jazz nights there um, which is a sort of like a very cute intimate setting so I've got those coming up. Uh, I just had a performance on Thursday at a private members club which was great fun. Uh, Then I've got the concert, the anniversary concert and then we're actually, I haven't got any gigs lined up in October, but I'm taking that time out for rehearsals and getting some fun because before we know it, we're going to be into Christmas gigs Mm -hmm. because they already start in the second week of November over here. You know, the Christmas lights switch on, the Christmas market because it's always the the three weekends running up to Christmas, the three or four weeks, you know, the Advent week. And and those are usually super busy. So in November, I've already got a... Couple of weeks, I've got 16 days without a break
0: Oh wow (laughs) Because it's
1: just going to be lining them up You know, but I love Christmas It's it's my favorite season I'd say So uh, I'm I'm more than happy to sing Christmas songs literally For two months straight
0: (laughs) It's so funny You Oh my god, I can't hear it anymore And I'm just like, I'm going to sing it again (laughs) As soon as Halloween ends we're big we Halloween and Christmas are the two biggest holidays that we, that we uh, celebrate in our house um, you know when, when there's Easter and we have some other holidays but uh, Thanksgiving um but Christmas my wife has um, a couple of uh, she's actually got three Christmas tattoos. she has a um, yeah, she has a vintage Santa Claus um, she has oh, a snowflake and she has the charlie brown christmas tree tattoo um oh, brilliant. Yeah, so when you say christmas is is a big holiday we we enjoy it as well um and it's nice to hear uh, because christmas is is so um oh and she has a vintage ornament um like the 1920s yeah. 30s glass or the beautiful ornate ornaments that they used to have. Yeah. Like I love that. I love the style. And then it's funny because we started we a couple of years ago. We started collecting um, Christmas tree toppers, the old glass topper.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah.
0: And and it's funny during during uh, COVID we were you know we'd be on eBay and be like oh yeah the glass toppers, you know I had gotten one yeah. from Russia, we had gotten one from Germany. Um, there was there was a couple was, oh. a couple of old ornaments we got from overseas, um, and they weren't su- they're not at super expensive, and you know anybody can collect them. But they, it's just great to oh, and Poland Poland was another uh, country we got one from. Oh yeah, um,
1: yeah. No, my parents still have one as well. I, I love it though. like and they they also still have real candles on the trees. Yeah. So they've got like these yeah the Austrians and the Germans we put real candles on the trees. They've got clips. And then you put the candle in the clip, and but you just have to keep an eye on them because otherwise you'll uh, have a house fire. Sure, <laughs>
0: sure. You're not stepping out for the evening, leaving the candles lit on the tree. Yeah,
2: that's not such a good idea. Yeah. No, no, no.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's that's awesome. And I love that um, the vintage, the vintage Christmas, um, and just totally. the music. Um, you know, like to get into our Christmas spirit, we watch um, Bing Crosby's The uh, White Christmas.
1: Oh, a classic. It, oh, classic. I love all the Christmas movies. Yes.
0: Just great. I think
1: there's just something so magical about, about Christmas, you know, and it's also the message behind it that there's, there's hope, you know, and, yes. and there's a sharing. And again, there's always such a good community vibe because people come together again. Yes. You know, it's a sort of like throughout the whole year you can get so easily in the city, sort of distracted and separated. And it's just another season where people come together. Mm. And I think there's just something wonderful about that. It's just yeah.
0: No, I again
1: the cousin and the music and everything, it just brings people together. It's so cool.
0: It, it sure does. And you know, that's I, I and I love driving at night. You go by people's houses and they have the lights or displays set up. Um yeah, yeah. it's just.
1: Oh, but I'm sure the Americans go all out. Oh, that, right. It, At least that's what we see in the movies. <laughs> it's, I tell
0: you, there's a, there's a town, um, about 20, 20 minutes from us, and the entire street, they have every house on the on. It's a cul de goes down, and there's a big circle, and you got to turn around and come back down. And we used to take the kids. Oh my god, I love it. And there's people outside caroling. Um, there's. They're each each house has the displays. It's absolutely awesome. And the kids would, you know, when they were younger, we take them there. Um, and then there's a park, two, actually two of the parks here. Um, they do Christmas light displays. And they have, um, one of them has like a small uh, little train. And you can, the kids hop okay. in the train and they ride through the park on the train. And then it stops and you get out and you're oh, in Santa's funny. Village. It's um it's uh yeah, it's it's it is a magical time of year. Even you know, I, I don't like to buy into the, the um you know the the where you have to buy yeah, all this supply. Yeah, the commercials it it, it it always ruins a holiday. Like it gets when yeah. it gets commercialized, but if you can filter that out and and get to the, the true meaning of Christmas, which is joy, love, giving and and receiving, exactly. It's just, oh, it's such a good time of the year. It's such a good time of the year for people, and it. Bye. And then you know you have that after Christmas where you're. I, I feel like you you kind of like, oh man, it's over. Well, there's,
1: I know. Oh, it's always so sad when they take the lights down. You're like, no, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's <they're> so pretty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's always like, and we like to, you know, we keep our tree up till after, um, new year's. We always go through year, new year's and usually the week after new year's, yeah, it comes yeah. down, but it's, you know, it's nice. And we, uh, you know, we, uh, we, we go to a local farm and, uh, and they have live trees, and, uh, you know, we get a live tree every year. Um, and I know, I it. and they, you know, and there were every, there's some great tree farms around here that are super responsible. And, you know, a lot of them will actually take cuttings of and leave the the, the lower half of the tree. And then you can, and then that tree is going to live on and and grow. It's, it's awesome. And I, and at the end of That's the, good. yes. And, uh, You know, then we have local people that take the trees and they bring them to the and feed their goats, uh, the tree. So it's like,
1: oh, circle of life, the recycling.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yep. Exactly. No, but this is that. Yeah, there is just a a warmth to Christmas. So I, I I always get excited about that. It's a lot of a lot of work. It's my sort of it can be my cash cow of the season, but. I love it. I just absolutely love it, and so yeah. So that's sort of the gigs up until the end of the year, and then uh, and then sort of like figuring out what I'm going to do next year. <laughs> well, it's been one of those things that this year's been a bit of a roller coaster of that. It's sort of like yep. I've had lots of different things that I've been aligning in the business, which is all great, exhausting, but great because it's yep. all happening to the timeline I, I needed it to and I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you do sort of get to the point where you're like going right, okay. Now I need to think about the next steps and um, w- start projecting what what needs to happen further afield. You know, you're sort of going. Otherwise, before you know it, it will be next year already, won't it? You know, you you'll miss it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's great, and uh, um, it, it's we. I look forward to, to hearing the you know your journey and where things go for you. Um, I'm I'm super excited for you
1: you you're welcome yeah there's always something around the corner even if we're not as we were saying at the beginning right full circle it's like we just never know what's around the corner it's just sort of like oh okay (laughs) what haven't i done yet that needs to be done or that i want to do
0: yep there's there's always something and as long as you're open to new experiences um those opportunities will definitely present themselves to you they definitely yeah
1: i've been that as well I believe that as well keep channeling
0: those manifestations that's it um well i i i I enjoyed our conversation and it was wonderful is there anything that you want to touch down or any any shout outs or um or anything you'd like to to discuss here towards our end the end
1: Big shout out, shout out to you, Tim, for making it happen. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It has been absolutely awesome. I appreciate it. So, yeah. That. Thank you for, for your uh, asking me sort of our transatlantic deals to come on your show. So, you're, so exciting. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. And I hope in the future, um, you know, if I get your way or you get out this way, uh, we can connect in person. Um,
1: oh we will definitely touch base if that happens absolutely
0: absolutely and i will let you know that um we're we're there, we're in the talks right now it's very early stages of trying to do a musical fe- music festival next year
1: oh my gosh
0: yes um we'll see what happens um but uh if, let
1: me know and i'll see if i can come that's, that would be very so
0: cool yes and if that happens um you know, we'll definitely have you on the lineup. If, of, uh, things can, can work out that wow. way.
1: That would be amazing. Yeah. Why, that would be amazing.
0: Yeah. Why not get you a gig here? Um, you know, maybe, uh, it'll, it'll, and it'll lift you up as well. Um, cause, uh, you know, there's some artists that we know that are definitely, um, interested in doing things and, uh, you know we're 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 working on the details. We right now there's a lot of irons in the fire with what we're doing, but um, that's been uh, yeah. going into great talk on, on how we're going to do that and when things happen. Um, we'll definitely connect on oh, that.
1: Well, that sounds super exciting. We'll definitely stay in touch.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, well, I guess on that note, I wanna I wanna thank you. Thank you for coming on the show thank you for having a i mean this was a
1: thank you
0: absolutely fantastic conversation
1: oh it's been uplifting i tell you i love it thank you so much it's been awesome
0: you're you're welcome and uh i look forward to having another conversation with you and i look forward to uh you know to seeing you uh you know in person at some point um because i know that's going to happen um, I know we'll, we'll connect at some point. We
1: will make it happen.
0: We will make it so. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Well, again, oh, thank, you.
1: thank you so
0: much. You're welcome. And I, you know, I want to thank everybody that tuned in. Um, you know, your folks are on here. We had a whole bunch of people coming into the live stream. Um, the last hour or so. Um, and you know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up. Um, you know, on the live show. And again, thank you so much. And uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay positive.
1: Likewise. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in.
0: Thank you. Have, have a great day. Have a great day. I appreciate you. Thanks again. You
1: too.
0: Okay. Thanks so much, Tim. All the best. Okay. Same to you. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Talk soon. Bye. So, I'd like to thank everybody that tuned in um, to a very unique, very special episode today on Chewie's Road to Enlightenment. Um, I, I'd like to thank everybody for, you know, the positive feedback and, uh, you know, joining in on a Sunday morning. Um, again, thank you. I want everybody to be safe, be kind, lift each other up and, and have some positive engagement in life. Um, because that's what it's all about, uh, being positive and helping each other out. So thank you on this special edition of Chewy's Road to Enlightenment. America Rauscher, Songs for the Heavens. Have a good day, everyone.